Join me right now on Kumite TV is Bellator lightweight Marcus Surin. What's going on, Marcus? Welcome to the show. Uh, how's it going? How's it going? Thanks for thanks for the invite. I appreciate it. No doubt, no doubt, man. Uh, first off, let's talk about your fight, man. Uh, a lot of people thought it was canceled, but actually, it's not. Um, talk about like the response that you got from uh, some uh, people that you know. Definitely, I was at I was at work yesterday, and my phone was just blowing up. People were sending me text messages like, "Hey, is your fight on? Is it canceled?" And my last fight at Bellator got out canceled. I, I want to say the, the week of that Monday, going into the fight. So when I saw that, I got kind of got kind of a little worried. So I reached out to my manager. My manager uh, reached out to Bellator. Bellator has been always been good to us, and he reached back out to us. Was like, "Oh no, the fight's not canceled. Oh, don't worry about it." So, uh, yeah, fight's still on, still June 14th, and I'm looking forward to it. Since being signed to Bellator, you know, you've been kind of inactive, let's say. You fight, like, maybe once a year. You know, mm -hmm. what is behind such long layoffs between fights? So, uh, Bellator comes up to the East Coast um, uh, around, like, twice a year. So, uh, for the most part, a lot of times when I do fight for Bellator is generally when they're in the New York, Connecticut area. Um I, I, like I said, I was supposed to fight in Bellator in February, but uh, my opponent had uh, something. An issue came up in his MRI, which is actually actually a good thing because at the end of the day, even though we're we training, we want to fight. God forbid, uh, last thing we want is for something to happen to him. So, um, so that's one reason I wasn't on 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 uh, that card. And then after that, it was just timing. Uh, my wife my wife had a baby uh, uh, January of uh, of last of January of uh, of 2018. I actually fought six weeks after she had the baby. <laughs> so, you know, uh, you know, I, I took a little layoff from you know, just doing a little daddy role because I, I work full time as well, you know. Well, how is it being a father, you know, and you know, going through training camps and and it's and your child is still so young, so you have to be very careful with what you're doing around that child, right? So, how is that balancing having such a balancing act, you know, in your life? See, b balancing is the hardest thing. So, like. The, the biggest thing is, like, I, I try to go to the gym when they're sleeping. So, like, early in the morning before they wake up or late at night, you know, like like tonight, you know, I, we had sparring at, at 9 o'clock. You know, and uh, the guys I train with, I, I train with uh, Vinny um, Diaz-Jesus. Uh, he, he fought at the last belt, so I had a nice knockout. And uh, he adjusts his schedule when I'm in camp, you know, to, to help me out. And some, I wanted to adjust some of the adjustments that I make. And my wife is great too. So it's like on, on days I can't make adjustments, you know, uh, she uh, she makes adjustments and accommodates me. Like this past weekend, we went down to Nick Catones, and she took the drive down with me. We left here at 7 a.m. in the morning uh, for 10 o'clock sparring, which is you know waking up a baby at 6:30 to drive two hours just for sparring. You know, is, is sometimes take a toll. You know, it must be so beneficial for you to have, uh, you know, your wife that you know, understands your position, understands that you're in this, uh, in training camp and kind of helps out, right? How important is that for you? Mentally, oh, based, you know, most. Oh, it's, it's, cru it's crucial because like, you know, there's some guys that like when they have camp, they get away from home. You know, I, I can't, I can't imagine going to camp and not having, you know, my family, you know, they're, they're the reason why we're doing this. Right. So, so, so it's, it's good for it to, to have a, a, a strong foundation at home. It keeps, keeps you sound, keeps you motivated. And, and things like that, you know. At the end of the day, there are going to be times that she's—I'll push her buttons too much, and she will get annoyed because we are in fight camp, you know. And I'm a little edgy because we start cutting weight and stuff like that. But for the most part, uh, uh, she's she's great. 
Alright, let's talk about your next fight coming up. Bellator 222. You're heading to Madison Square Garden. Uh, what does it mean for you to be competing inside of MSG? It's 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 surreal. And you know, I just I ju for the past because I I, I I took the fight uh, maybe five weeks ago. So um, I've been trying to block it out of my head because it's just surreal. Because you know, I'm from originally from New York. I live in Connecticut now, but I'm from New York. And you know. A lot, a lot of greats had fought, fought in New York. A lot of great basketball games. You know, I go there to watch boxing fights all the time. So to be able to, to fight in that same arena is just it's just surreal. It's just surreal. I can't even put it in words. You know, uh, you know, I, I work in finance, and you know, my company has a box at the Garden. You know, I've, I've been to hockey games at the Garden, and they're going to be there with clients and stuff like that. So it's it's just surreal. I can't even put it in words. Uh, you know, to have the opportunity to to uh, showcase uh, my uh, martial arts skills in, in the garden. You just mentioned that you have a job in finance. Talk about that a little bit. Yeah, so yeah, so I, I work for an investment bank on a, on, a, on a trading desk, on a part of a loan desk, and actually that's how I actually started fighting. Uh, I met, uh, I wrestled in college, and you know, I, even though I, I was around uh, MMA because I had uh, buddies that from, from uh, after they wrestled, they started fighting MMA, but I, you know, I just started, just was working, but I met a trader on the trading desk, and he had a, a, a gym, a Muay Thai gym, that all, and also did BJJ. And he invited me to, to work out one day, and I went from working out there to tra training jiu-jitsu to doing jiu-jitsu tournaments to him, him saying, hey, you wanted to do an amateur MMA fight and then turn him pro. So yeah, it, it's funny how it, it all turned out. So when you go to the office, you know, with black eye, you know, like the story, it's like kind of like Fight Club, you know, a little bit, I guess, yeah. because the other guys, are they even close to doing anything similar to training at all? Uh, not for the most part, not at all. Not at all. Most of those guys, you know, they, you know, you, you have some, some guys that are former wrestlers and things like that, but for the most part, a lot of those guys aren't uh, into, into, into MMA, but uh, they, they, they like it. They, they follow, they come to, come to my fights, you know. I, I have a, a distinct look that I probably don't look like a fighter, so it helps me out having to wear glasses and stuff like that. But uh, the guys, the guys that are great, they they actually want me to fight more. <laughs> <laughs> of course, man. It's like it's a piece of them out there, you know. Yeah. Fighting yeah. too, I think. No, definitely, definitely, definitely. I definitely agree. All right, let's talk about your opponent, Necris Merk. Hojaev, you know, it's a very difficult name to say, but this name can fool you a little bit because he's actually a New York guy. Now, yeah, he, he's, he's, he's initially from uh, Tajikistan, uh, uh, you know, uh, and uh, he, he wrestled for their, um, their Greco-Roman uh, wrestling team, and I know he moved out to New York, and he trains at Brooklyn MMA now, but he's, he's originally from, from out there. He's strong, strong wrestler, strong Greco-wrestler, and uh, he's transitioned into MMA. From what I see, he has a, he's a real big following as well. Uh, he's going to be a tough opponent, you know. I, I know just just from him being a wrestler, and me being a former collegiate wrestler, you know, I, I just know that he's going to um, bring a certain pace, you know, a different type of wrestling. But I know he's going to be a, uh, a, a tough opponent. I'm just definitely looking forward to the challenge, you know, uh, to especially because I, I, I'm a former wrestler, but it's a different style of wrestler. To see that that clash, and a lot of times when you do have two wrestlers step in a cage, their wrestlers uh, uh they're they're wrestling, usually they usually don't wrestle and they just stand and you know put an action packed fight. So I'm looking forward to that, you know. Well, if it does play out that way, you know, if the if the wrestling is neutralized, 
Mm -hmm. Do you see a huge advantage on the feet for yourself? I, I, I like to, I like to think so because um, you know I I'm, I'm not sure what his experience is with standing, but you know even though I I, I am a wrestler, you know I, I love uh, boxing, I love Muay Thai, you know, so I, I really embraced uh, those those uh, parts of martial arts and trying to like uh, train them individually. You know, to truly understand them, not just in the MMA realm, because I feel like if you if you train if you train martial arts in just um, in a in mixed martial arts, sometimes you miss out on key points of that particular art. So I make sure to take that that I train those arts uh, separately in, in its own. So um, I'm not sure if that's the case with, with him. Maybe, maybe, maybe not. But I, I I know for myself, I think that you know I, I should be able to see certain angles just because I I. I I train those sparks in, in their own discipline. You said earlier that you on Saturdays on the weekends you go down to Nicotones to go spar. Like, what is your schedule like? Of course, you said that you have to train when everybody's sleeping, but yeah. you know, individually, where are you training, and uh, what what who are the coaches that you're working with mostly? Okay, so for for cornering purposes, my my coach is um is uh Paul Paul Sandalo. He trains. He's from Heavy Hitter. Um, and um, one of my former training partners, Brendan Rooney, he was a pro, but he's he's no longer a pro fighter. He's uh, um, but he he was five and two as a pro in the regional scene. And uh, Roger Denton, who um, who who's from Connecticut, uh, CT MMA, but he's um, uh, he he also he also uh, he also cor uh, corners me. Those those are my my corner guys. And then a friend a friend of mine, Caesar Texera, he uh, he helps strategizes the uh, the game plan, but uh. Outside of that, you know, outside of those core guys that I that I train with, uh, that corner me for my specific fight, you know, I have a relationship with the guys in Nicotone because, you know, me, Frankie Edgar and I are good friends. Uh, we wrestled together in college. We're each other's groomsmen's, and both of our weddings. So I get I get the privilege of you know being invited down there for for their camps and you know for my camps. I, I get to train down there with those guys. Um, Nick Newell, you know, I know from not only from Brendan, so Brendan Rooney who corners me, he's a good friend of Nick. He's cornered Nick a few times with Nick's with Nick's fight, so I get to bounce around with between uh, all those places. So I do a lot of traveling, you know, for for training and things like that. Frank Yeager, he's about to fight for the title again. You know, you're close oh. to him. You know, how oh, excited look. were you when you found out of that? Oh news? my God, I was, I was so pumped when I, when I when I saw they announced that. I was so I was so pumped because I was. At, I knew they were negotiating something. You know, I was at his at his house the weekend before, but I knew they were negotiating, and I was super pumped. He, he deserves like, you know, outside of MMA, he's 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 a he's a class act, man. Uh, I can just tell you, just wrestling him in college, and him just him always just being a stand up guy, you know. And um, I'm just excited for for him to have this opportunity, you know. After this fight, you know, do you have a set plan for the rest of the year? Do you want to fight a few more times, or are you going to take some time off again, or what? What's the what's the plan? I, de I definitely would like to fight. I, I would like to fight at least two more times this year. You know, um, maybe maybe in um, before the end of the summer, and before the end uh, and before the end of the year. So uh, you know, I would like to like get opportunities to fight outside of you know. The, the New York area, so like if Bellator is tra traveling, I don't mind traveling wherever, you know, uh, to to get any fights. And then also too, if I if I have an opportunity to fight in, in another promotion, you know, I'll definitely take, you know. But obviously with you know Bellator's blessing, but um, I would definitely like to fight at least two more times outside of June. 
fighting out of the New York area, that's interesting you say that because Bellator has been sending fighters to Japan to fight for Ryzen. Is that something you're interested in? No, I, I, I'll, I'll definitely like that. <laughs> I'd definitely love to do that. I've been to Japan once uh, when uh, Frankie fought uh, uh, Benson Henderson. You know, I flew out there for, for, for that fight. So I definitely would like to take the trip out there. That would be uh, that would be amazing to have the opportunity. I, I, I was... I was so amazed on the uh, on how educated the Japanese uh, fans were when it when it comes to the sport because when uh, when you know when you're watching fights in, in the state and nothing to take away from I'm not trying to down the fans in the states but you know the fans in the states are all about excitement so they're looking for a knockout things like that and in J- in Japan one thing I, I loved was you'll see someone get in like in a jujitsu hole and the guy would escape and there would be an uproar. Just because they they knew they understood what it took for the guy to to get out of that, and I was just so amazed by that. Just like they they truly embraced the art, and I I, I really love that that aspect out of out of the fans out there. Is there any Japanese opponents that you would like to face? Because there's a lot of lightweights out there that are still competing from back in the Pride days and you know the K1 Hero days. No, not um, no one in particular. You know, I, not not type type person to call anyone out. But I'm looking for anyone that would do it action action packed fight. But definitely will uh, would uh, love that opportunity. Yeah. All right, let's go back to the Bellator 222 card. You know, there's some big fights on there. I would like to pick your brain about those fights. Uh, let's uh-huh. go to the main event. You got Chael Sonnen versus Leota Machida. So a fight that most people thought would never ever happen. Who you who you going with in this fight? See, I, I would have Chael's a wrestler. I have to go with the wrestler. Uh, one thing I, I, I think Chael does is that even though it, people might not think it's an exciting fight, he'll do what it takes to win a fight. So I can see him putting his game plan there and winning the fight by using his game plan. So I think I definitely have uh, 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 Chael uh, winning that fight. All right. What about the welterweight tournament man i feel that this tournament is one of the most exciting tournaments that i've ever seen and the champion is facing roy mcdonald he's facing neiman gracie uh who do you see edging it out on this one see so i might be a little bit biased because i am i am a henzo gracie uh brown belt <laughs> so um you know i may be a little bit biased but um because i i know neiman personally but um after seeing neiman um uh uh, went in his uh, the the quarterfinal fight. Uh, I was really impressed on on, on how much his uh, stand up developed, and seeing how Roy fought his last fight, and just how um, much his head wasn't into it. You know, I I I, I see Neiman um, winning convincingly in um in this fight. You know, he's just he's just on. He's looking really good, and you know, and it just just seemed that Roy's just mentally isn't 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 there, and I. It's 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 hard for you know for someone to step in there when you have a hungry line like like Neiman going there take your head off. Yeah, that that fight. That's why it's so interesting is because uh-huh. of that dynamic of Rory, that post fight speech that he made, and then Neiman yeah. coming in showing like another level of skill in his last fight. It makes mm-hmm. it way more exciting than it would be you know if if that that those dynamics was not were not there. So okay. yeah, I'm looking forward to that fight. Mm-hmm. I think there's a the Darren Cardwell and and uh and uh oh, yeah. rematch yeah um well, what's what's his name uh, from Ryzen Horiguchi 
Yeah, 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 yeah. That's I'm look, I'm really looking forward to that fight just because, um, you know, they fought in in a ring last time, so there was that dynamic of it, you know. And I know uh, Darian wants to get that rematch back, you know. Now he's on his soil, you know. So I'm I'm really looking forward to to, to that rematch. Yeah. Yeah. And definitely, I, uh, that's 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 a hands up. I don't know who's gonna win that fight. <laughs> yeah, it's know. a it's a. It, it's wonderful what Bellator is doing, you know, allowing the fighters to go out and then also bringing in other fighters from other promotions to, to test each other, you know, like to yeah, see yeah. who's the best in the world. And and those guys get a chance to do it, you know, and you get a front row seat June oh, yeah. 14th, Bellator 222, New York City. Marcus, man, I appreciate the time and uh, we'll do this again in the future. Oh, no problem. I definitely appreciate the opportunity and definitely look forward to it. Uh, uh, speaking to you in the future. No, I just want to give a shout out to you know Heavy Hitter uh, Box and Fitness, where I train out of. Also, Henzo Gracie BJJ. Um, my sponsors: uh, Triple Summit Advisor uh, Advisors, Lazy Press, Optimum Human, and uh, Shakur Hair and Sons uh, Clothing. You know, those are a lot of my sponsors. Those my sponsors. So, I want to give a shout out to them. They look out for me. Well, oh, actually, actually, you know, also too, um, uh, Nick Catone. Uh, MMA, you know, I, I sparred down there in uh, on the weekends, so shout out to them as well, and also shout out to Nick Newell MMA, you know, I, I work out over there sometimes, so I yeah, just give a shout out to all those all those places.